What's up, everyone? This is Brian Ward, host of the Data Podcast, the podcast show for dads, about dads, being dads. I'm super excited that you're here and for the guests that I have on the show today. But before we get to the interview, if you have not yet subscribed to my show, please make sure you smash that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Also, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. Thank you guys very much for joining me. I am super excited for the guest that I have on today. He has become a good friend of mine. I like to call my social media friends, but he has become a really good friend of mine through social media over the last, you know, probably year and a half now. Uh, he and I have gotten a chance to know each other a little bit. I'm super excited that he has agreed to come on. He's super busy running his own company, uh, has a brand new baby, and we'll get into all that. But uh, Johnny Orberg, thank you very much for joining me, brother. Hey, Brian, really, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, actually, it's been it's been almost two years, yeah. believe it or not, but through the pandemic. So, yeah. 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 Uh, so cool. I, um, you know, I, I love that's one of the things that I love most about, um, you know, social media, the Internet. I mean, the Internet, the social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's not so much about the posts that I make. It's more about the connections that I make. And I've met a lot of cool people. And made a lot of good friends through that uh, through that facility, I guess you could call it. Uh, and you being one of them, you and I have become pretty close uh, for the last almost two years now, and uh, gotten a chance to know the, know each other. So I'm really thankful that uh, that you decided to take the time to come on the show. Uh, I know it's been a long time coming, but uh, glad, finally glad to have you here. Well, you know, it's interesting talking about that social media piece. Um, you know. I was not a social media person start. I'm very skeptical of it. Um, and then the pandemic happened and I've, you know, I think everybody that wasn't a troll ended up being on social media. And I, and, and so when you started to connect, uh, you know, posting on my page through, through other sources, I, I thought it was a joke. You know, I thought it was like, well, why is this guy posting on my, you know, I didn't know who you were and we still haven't met in person, which right. is interesting. Right. So, um, but I think that was a big uh, kind of aha moment for me during the pandemic. I just said, you know what, there are good people out there that want to connect um, and are trying to figure this out. And I, I, I think you, first of all, you took the, the chance was reaching out and that taught me a lot about a lot of different things you know just what's the worst thing that can happen nothing you know what I mean they say no or you know so thank you for reaching out so yeah absolutely you know I mean that's like I said it's it's all about the network and uh, you know when you're trying to grow a brand or for you and for instance you're trying to grow a brand new company um, it's all about trying to connect with people to at least make yourself known get yourself out there a little bit because especially during the pandemic, we can't really do it in purpose, per, uh, in person, right? So we're doing it through mm -hmm. social media avenues or things like this, Zoom or whatever. So um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I've met a lot of cool people and uh, it's just a matter of just putting yourself out there and reaching out to people. So um, I'm glad that you and I have connected. So let yes. me do this for my listeners who may not know who you are. Um, sure. let's, uh, let's dive into a back history of you because you have a really cool uh, story uh, you have a really cool, um, I mean, you're very talented, obviously we'll get into all that, but you're very talented. Um, but I just want to know, I want them to know a little bit more about Johnny. 
Yeah, so, you know, I, uh, I grew up here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and from the time I can remember, I wanted to be a famous actor. That was, I, you know, five years old, six years old. That's, that's what I wanted to do. And my parents were smart. They said, no, you're going to be a kid. So I, I played, I played sports. I, you know, I, I played a lot of football, baseball, and, but I just wanted to, I always had this in my mind. My mom always said, you're going to be great. You're going to be great. And in third grade, uh, I actually, uh, was diagnosed. I, I came home and uh, from school and I went to my mom and said, hey, listen, I'm one of the smartest kids in the class, but I can't read. And uh, we got diagnosed, I got diagnosed with dyslexia. And, um, and through that, that channel, my gift, you know, it d- didn't feel like a gift at the time, but I kind I was able to use my dyslexia later ADHD, later general anxiety disorder, all these things. And, um, use them to channel uh through acting and singing and so i just basically middle school started to sing because that's where the girls were i went to i went to choir to to hey um you know there was me and all these girls so let's serenade some girls right so i did that and and but then my teacher said hey you know you can actually sing and i so i really took that uh, you know to heart and started to get you know, singing lessons and that type of thing. Did all the, 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 every theater possible I could think of, I, I did it. Community theater, tried to do some professional theater um, in high school. And then I got into um, Baldwin Walsh Conservatory of Music uh, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, and wow. At the time, yeah. And at the time, uh, this was 2002, at the time, um, it, it was a very small class. So I was like only one of 10 that got into this program. And so it was a really intensive, um, so I was classically trained in voice. That was my primary instrument and secondary instrument was piano. And I got my bachelor's music degree in musical theater. And we were trained like you being a Marine. Well, this was like the boot camp for musical theater. You, you know, we would have New York people come in every weekend for workshops to, to really grill us to, you know, so we knew, we knew our craft and that was the whole point. So then I went off to New York. I booked my very first job right out of college. And I thought, man, this is going to be real easy. <laughs> I don't know what everyone's talking about. And I really worked steadily. I, 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 um, my first job was a political satire. I do impressions and that kind of thing. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, went around the country doing that. And then I started to work for the Disney cruise line. Um, Boy, that was an experience, and um, uh, I have made incredible friends that will last a lifetime with that, and then I said I'd never work for the mouse again, and what did I do? I went to Orlando and worked for Walt Disney World, (laughs) so doing uh, several of the shows there, Um, and then in 2009, I moved back up to New York, and all this time going back and forth to New York. And I was very fortunate. I did a lot of uh, workshop of new musicals and the workshopping in new musicals, you know, like Hamilton, like Hamilton took like 10 years to be developed and mm-hmm. workshopping is a process that you kind of, you know, uh, actors and, and writers and uh, they, they, they go and put out their work to try to get produced and uh, by producers. 
Well, anyway, I did a lot of these and, um, and I did a, a, a lot of them with really big stars. And I was like, this is where I want to be. I want to be here all the time. And, um, but then I was talking to one of the cast members during, during that one of those workshops. And the guy looked at me and said, Hey, how did you get this job? And I, I said, well, I auditioned because I know the music director. And, um, and then he says, well, dude, I've been waiting 10 years to do something like this. And I just, it hit me. And I went, I was 28 at the time. And I just hit me. I said, you know, I, I don't want to be 50 years old waiting for my break. I don't want to be, you know, like it just kind of hit me. And I, like I said, I, I, I was dealing with some other personal issues at the time. So I left New York in 2012 and I came back home here to, to, to California. And, um, I started working for a little community bank out here and people were like, you know, why, why banking? And I was like, well, it's just a different song and dance. I have to sell myself. I, but, but again, I didn't want to be 30 starting over. There was something in my head that was like, I don't, you know, I had very little money. My parent, I was living at home, you know, those kind of things. And then I reconnected with a really good friend of mine from, from uh, high school, middle school, high school, who happens to be my wife today. And um, she, looking back on everything, she was that piece uh, that when we first met Brian, way back when, I insulted her in high school, okay? She never talked to me again. But then when I reconnected with her in, 20, in 2012, she, she looked, I, I, she was working at a winery at the time. And um, she's, she's very, very bright, beautiful. She has this kind of effervescence about her, you know, presence. And she would, and I, I actually went to a release party. I, I crashed a, a release party. And she was so nice and gracious. She invited me around to all of her friends. And she said, hi, this is my friend, Johnny Orenberg. He can do anything. Hmm. And I, and I looked at her and I, you know, and I said, what are you talking about? You know, you don't know me. I haven't talked with you, you know, off and on for like 10 years, but yeah, you know, I don't, you don't know me. And she says, I know exactly who you are. And, and I didn't see it, but my wife saw it then. And I've had to come through this journey to find, and I've changed, but I've had to find through this crazy journey because I thought I wanted to be somebody in the entertainment world. But in reality, I was myself because other people have seen who I am. And that's really hard for me, as a, especially now as a father, trying to figure out who I am. And, you know, because you have a perception with your children now, mm-hmm. it's a totally different, it's, a, it's, it's kind of mind, mind blowing, right? And there's still that little piece of me that wants to be famous, rich and famous. But I know that that's not gonna, that's not who I am, you know? Hmm. Okay. So now, uh, how, <laughs> you have a child. Let's talk about your child. Right. Right. So we have a year and a half year old boy, uh, and he's a great combination of both of us, you know, looking at yourself now you're like, Oh yeah, he's really charming. And my wife is too, but she has a kind of a personality where, you know, Hey, Oh, you're getting a little too close. Well, that's how he is. Like he'll bring you in and then he'll be like, no, 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 no. So it's really sweet. Um, but being a dad and running a business and 
you have to like I didn't think that I would have to sacrifice so much I think that you, you know you you think oh well I'll be able to do things here and there but you're exhausted you're you, you know like it's like you just want to sleep you know if you want to get something done that takes 30 minutes or five to 10 minutes or whatever you feel like you're you're uh, you really have to pace yourself it's really it's a, it's a marathon it's not a sprint mm-hmm. um and, and I've noticed that big time it's okay not to get something done with your business like right away um I mean yes the pressing stuff yeah you have to get done but but if it's a long-term project and you didn't get the one thing that you were supposed to get done, you know, like a video or this or that, it's not the end of the world and you could do it tomorrow. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's taught me a lot, but having, um, having a kid, it brings, I don't know, for me, it it brings the, uh, you know, my parents are all always around. Uh, That's been really, because they're, they just live about 20 minutes away. So we've been very, very blessed to to, um, have those grandparents around Mm -hmm. and so um but yeah it's just interesting to see him grow he's very smart I mean this kid is a year and a half year old and he's already he you know you go a b c d e f and he'll and he'll say he'll say the letter when you stop I mean it's just and and you know the screen time we've talked about this before you know um he's he started to throw a little tantrums when you know Elmo's not on um and, and and you're like okay well and then and then you get him distracted on something else and and he's fine but you know now I'm starting to go oh yeah like I didn't grow up like that I didn't grow up with a, a screen in my right. face so right. it, you know it, so going back to those you know that you thought your parents were crazy but you know they're, they're they weren't you know um starting to have those perspectives is really pretty pretty neat oh that's cool uh, that's cool. I can't believe he's a year and a half already. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Year and a half year old. And he's just long. He's, he's, he's just like, he, he'll say no, no, you know, no. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's very expressive, which is great, but, um, a year and a half already. So. Yeah. Cause you and I, yeah. So you're right. It's been like two years. Cause I, I knew you before you had, had your boy. So, Correct. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Um, all right. So, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, yeah. uh, you, um, you had this vision, you had this goal, you had this dream as a child to, uh, you know, uh, hopefully get into acting and all that. Um, and it didn't pan out. That's not something that uh, you actually uh, went into, but on the flip side, you still have this, I know how talented you are, um, especially on the singing side. I know how talented you are. Um, is is there still a, a passion to kind of do it a little bit to kind of keep yeah, going? Oh, yeah. I, oh, absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, I'm working with a, actually, an inter, you know, another person that I met through the pandemic, uh, an incredible uh, acting coach. He's called the Coach MC. He's a, actually out of Germany. Um, and we connected. He's Italian in, Germ- in, 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 in Germany, which is kind of an oxymoron. But um, he, you know, I started working with him about 10 or 11 weeks ago through Jeff Lopes, you know, another, the, uh, another great guy that we know. Another he, good friend um, <laughs> another, yep. Another good friend of mine. Uh, he, uh, he said, Hey, I think you should, should check this guy out. So we connected and we, the very first session that I had with him, I thought I was going, cause I have also a little acting business on the side too coaching business. And so, uh, I thought I was going to him for that. 
and 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 he flipped it on around to me and said no no johnny you're you're not dead yet and um you know now you're receiving the information because i here i'll scratch that i'll say so he said to me he said you know i said man i just wish i would have had this information prior to like when i was in new york or whatever Mm -hmm. and he said johnny you weren't ready to receive that information and I, you know, on acting or whatever. So to, to your question, yeah, no, I, I have a one-man show. I'm still acting. I'm still performing. I still do it on the side. It's just not my main focus. And it, it is a passion. It will continue to be a passion. And I, I'm, it's like golf. You can do it until, you know, you're, you run out. Really, if you take care of yourself, you're, you're going to be able to play it till you're 100. You know what I mean? So I think, so yes, um, that will continue. It will be a part of me that doesn't go away. It's just in a different, it's just in a different way now, you know? Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about something when you were talking there about kind of the direction that your life took and, and, uh, and the things that you're getting into now. And I think about, you know, had you not moved from back East back home, you probably wouldn't be with the wife that you have today. You probably wouldn't have the son that you have today. So I say that in saying that, you know, God works in funny ways. He has direct, he has plans for our lives before we even realize it. And we may not completely understand it, but eventually we come around to go, okay, this is okay. Now I understand. I moved back here. This is who I was supposed to be with. This is the son we were supposed to have okay, great. Now what's the next direction I'm going to go. And for you, that next direction right now has been this business that you started. Uh, I know you're in the healthcare industry, but I want you to talk a little bit about that because I think it's important. You're starting this business off. It's very tough, especially at your age. You got, you're a little older, you got a, you got a younger son uh, and you're starting, I mean, you're taking a big risk and starting a new company. I think it's like kudos to you, but let's talk about it a little bit. Sure. So during the pandemic, um, well, right before the pandemic, it, this is kind of pre, I, I wasn't very happy in the banking business. Sorry, Brian. I know you, I know that's, that's your business. I wasn't very happy. It wasn't my thing. So, uh, but I, I, I lasted about five to six years in it. And, um, and my wife, and I was looking for a change. I was totally looking for something that was me and, you know, and I, I looked for several years, but then unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, and fortunately, my, um, my grandmother-in-law, uh, my, my wife's uh, grandmother uh, had a stroke, no fault of her own, 89 years old. And um, she was in intensive rehab and they, the family was like, well, what are we going to do? Who's going to take care of her? And I said, well, you know what? I was looking into going to help seniors anyway. And I said, I will, I will gladly do it. And so I started taking care of her just as a family member. So as, as this kind of developed, as I started taking care of her during the pandemic, I said to myself, I didn't, when the pandemic hit, I said, I didn't want to be in the same spot as I was after all this is was over, I just made that a goal. And because I just had a feeling people were going to stay at home, you, you know, shelter in place, you know, drink, do whatever. And they, and they were going to have, it was going to take like, there was going to be a lag time. And I just said, I can't, I have to use this as a, as a jumping off point. 
And so that's when I went online, started connecting with, with you and you actually are the, are the connection for how I started my business, which is really interesting with your connection and, and uh, going on clubhouse and meeting the people that I met. Um, that's how care life services came out of the pandemic, but it came out of a family need originally. Right. And that was, that was what was so great about this. So it's a non-medical in-home care business and it's just me. I do everything. Um, you know, I'm licensed with the state. I'm, I, but during the pandemic, I also got my CNA, my certified nurses assistant uh, training and um, senior fitness specialist training. And so uh, you know, I'm just going to take that and I'm just going to continue my education with that. I'll probably, you know, I'm thinking about becoming an LVN or an RN. So, uh, which will only boast, bolster my, my business as well. But that, that was the kickstart. And, and actually it's, I, now I have four or five clients and it's, and I, and, and I, I make my own schedule. I, you know, I'm really making connections with the, these other families that, and they're all referrals from family, which is interesting. Um, oh, Johnny's this Johnny, you know, I'm creating the bottom level of this business now, but it's a passion. It's still a passion because I, I always wanted to help people. And actually to be perfectly honest with you, when I was, um, you know, four or five years old, wanting to be rich and famous, I saw them helping people. Like I, the platform is what I wanted. Uh, to help, you know, because if you can help, you know, but if you can help just one person, that's all that really matters, you know, because it's a ripple effect because you help me and then other people are helped with, with that ripple. So, um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it a challenge with a baby? Sure. Like I was telling you earlier, uh, my wife, um, you know, she's a teacher and uh, she was just going back to getting her master's uh, in Georgetown uh, for a month period. Well, I was a single, I, was, I, I mean, I was a single parent. It granted, I had some help, but it was just me, you know, so um, and I was still having to take care of other people, too. And, you know, taking care of my son, taking care of my clients and take acting to take care of myself. And you, and, and that's the hard part. You are, you have to take care of yourself first, especially if you're a caregiver. Um, it, it, you know, you're get, you just get, we'll, we'll get run down, but yeah, that's how it started. So. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Well, since I helped you start the business, uh, so uh, you get it. You want, little, you want a little, little royalty, little, little royalty going on here. <laughs> well, what's, what's 0% of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah <laughs> so. that's awesome uh, i think it's really cool i mean you're 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 all about helping others whether it's through your singing or acting you know and providing the entertainment to others or through uh this kind of work it's it's remarkable so um i i, I hope you have continued uh success and, and growth in the business i know it's a struggle to begin with uh but if you hang in there and keep pushing at it and keep working at it um keep trying to get more referrals and all that kind of stuff um good things will happen for you. So um, that's awesome to see. Um, now your son, you've got, uh, you know, a year and a half year old uh, and he's probably running all over the house uh, causing trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got the baby yeah. gates up already in a, in a very small uh, apartment. So yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so, I mean, as far as challenges, I guess, obviously the biggest challenge being your business, um, your wife's, you know, she's on her summer break right now. So she's a, she's a little bit more flexible as far as being home. But 
you know, what kind of challenges are you guys facing right now with a year and a half year old? It's been a long time for me. I got a 23 year old and a 20 year old. So, <laughs> well, that's a whole nother, I'm sure that's a whole nother a challenge. Um, you know, uh, so a whole nother set of challenges, but yeah, well, I think the, the big thing here is, is getting enough time with each other, you know, uh, as, um, as we go, you know, we're still individuals and we still like to do our own things too, but we also are a couple and spending that time one-on-one, um, especially with her absence for a month, getting back into a routine. That's been, you know, we look at, we look at our child and we go, Hey, we love you. Yeah. He's running everywhere. He's the, he, he really is. I'm, I, I mean, we, we, we did get the jackpot as far as, him running around and him causing, you know, you know, we haven't really hit that, you know, two to three, you know, tantrums yet. We haven't had that yet, but yeah, I think that the connection between the two of us is really important. So we've, we've tried to set date nights and sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it, you know, it does work. It doesn't work. You know, we have to be kind of uh, flexible right now, I think. And, but we are planning a, a little getaway for, you know, the first overnight, which is good. And I think that will, you know, like you suggested, it, we've talked about this, just going to a coffee shop, you know, mm-hmm. and saying it, we've, we've done that and for 30 minutes to an hour, it's fantastic. Or we'll go to a movie, um, you, you know, uh, just chill out just the two of us. But I like that connection. Um, I'm, I'm, that's kind of my love language. I need that love and connection with, with someone. And so, um, you know, we, and, and taking that time, um, not only for, for, you know, dates, but intimate time, you know, like it's, it's, you know, you're exhausted and you look over and you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. You you know, it's that, that's also important too. And I think that's something you just forget. And so we've really tried to be intentional about that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, no, you and I have had conversations about the date night things. Um, and, and especially about, you know, trying to, uh, do a date night where it's cost efficient, where you can kind of, right. you know, not spend a whole lot of money, but still have a good time. And, you know, for, for my wife and I, we're, we're really big on going on walks, going on hikes, you know, mm-hmm. we'll go, we'll drive to, you know, like up, up, in our area uh, up to big bear or something. And, and we'll just right. find a, a, just a random trail in the mountains and just go for a hike. It doesn't cost anything but fuel in the car. Uh, that's it. And we have a really great time. Uh, things like that during the pandemic, especially we used to just oh, drive yeah. up and down the beach. Like we would just, we would spend four hours in a car and we wouldn't go more than 40, 50 miles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because we would drive these long roads up and down the beach, just and we would just talk and windows down, nice day out, windows down and just talk and, and just cruise. Um, and it didn't cost us anything but fuel. Um, right. but obviously, you know, those times are important, especially when you have um, a young child. When yes. you know, my boys, as you know, my boys are older, so it's a little bit easier for us to kind of make that time together. But when you have a young child or have multiple children that are you know, younger age, it's important that those times are scheduled. Uh, just like your business, you have clients that make appointments with you and they're scheduled appointments. You don't just keep them on the top of your head. You write them down or put them in your phone. You have to make this time. You have to put the time down as a schedule for your time with your wife. And also, and, I think it will also, it's the, it's the, the pyramid. I call it the pyramid scheme, which is, it, it's interesting. I don't know if it, if this is like this for you, but we really look at that 
I'm a, you know, I look at the mass, right? We always look at the problem, but really, you know, the most important thing is at the top. And I think for me and a lot of couples, especially who have little ones, they, they, what can I get done? What can I get done? That's easy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm looking at. I'm going, what can I pick off? That's easy to do for, you know, him or what, but really it's like, wait a minute. No, you're forgetting. Like, how did he get here? <laughs> like he got here because of you made the priority for your relationship. You made the priority for your marriage. You made a priority, you, you know, and as other things kind of creep in, you do have to have a priority system, you know, and that's mm-hmm. really that for me, that's been uh, difficult, you know, because you want to do everything for everybody else, but really in reality, you have to do it for yourself. And like you said, connection is, uh, is everything. Um, yeah, and yes, it, there's no accidents. There's definitely no accidents. So. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, uh, it's, it's a really important part of parenting, believe it or not. Um, you know, if I have a lot of single parents that, that follow the show, but the ones that are, you know, married and together, um, parenting is uh, being a couple and being a happy couple and doing the things right together is a very important part in parenting and being a successful parent. I, I don't know how any, first of all, I was a single parent, a single parent for uh, for a month. And I don't know how any, especially with no support, with, you know, no no funding, no, I mean, I, I really, you probably feel it completely lost, but, you know, just know, I, I think like, you know, podcasts like this, just having a, knowing that there are other people out there struggling with the same thing is, is just, cause I listen to you all the time uh, when you have a new uh, episode out or past episodes to go back because it's so important, the, the information you're putting out there and thank you so much for making that space because there isn't Thank nobody you. wants to talk about parenting. No one wants to talk about, but really there is so much there because it, it does as a parent, like we were talking about, it, it changes you. I don't think I don't, and it's, and it's for the better. If you, if you want it to be, you know, we all make choices, but it, it's, it parenting changes you in so many ways that, I mean, I thought marriage did. <laughs> I yeah. thought marriage, you know, I thought marriage was, but this is a whole nother ball game, you know? Well, I want to talk about that. So going, uh, pre, pre, let's say even say maybe pre marriage, uh, but pre kid for sure, uh, Johnny, and then post kid or post child, Johnny, what are the differences between you before you had a kid and now that you have a son? Oh man. Um, you, you, you know, as I think it's just, I think it's just kind of part of how we're made, you know, in our, especially society, in society, young men, what are they? They're playboys. You know, you're allowed to kind of go out, date a lot. You know, it's, it's kind of just the thing to do. And my, and I had, uh, I, and that was kind of the thing I did. I date a lot of girls, have a lot of relationships, those kind of things. Right. Um, and as, when I, when I just, when you know, you know, you know, I, I can't, I don't, with marriage, when you know, it's the, the right girl or the right person, you just know. And so things change that, that was already a change. Um, and then once you start to figure out who this other person is living with that person, that's a whole nother ball game. You actually have to be flexible. I, I mean, for me, I was very rigid. 
I wanted to be famous. I wanted to do this. I wanted my own schedule. Same with my wife. I did. I wanted this. I want, she had her, you know, she would only make time for certain people because she had to do this. Right. Well, now we're just, it's like, we're, we're, we're in the waves. We're just kind of part of the current. And I think, you know, I'm not a tree standing there anymore. I'm just, I'm more with the current and as a, and then the baby comes along and you're looking at what, what you made and it's just another, it's another, like I said, it's another dimension and where then you say, all right, all my decisions, everything that I'm doing, you're going to watch, you're going to see how you come off. You know, I, I was, I'm pretty brash. I'm pretty open with my feelings, you know, and I've had to learn how to curb that. I've had to learn, Hey, you can't swear. You can't do those things. You can't, you know, they're going to watch you. And they're, and even now he picks up everything that I do now. And he's a year and a half old. And so I, I think, you know, to answer your question, uh, yeah, I've had to change because it's a necessity. Right. You right. Know? So, okay. So now I want to talk about uh, when you had your son, let's say the first couple months there of you having your son uh, to now year and a half, what kind of changes have you made as a parent or had to make as a parent going, you know what, that's not working. I've got to kind of evolve and adapt to this. So I, I think, you know, when they're little, you know, when they're like one or two, you could still get stuff done because they don't do a whole lot. They just, you know, they cry, you feed them, you know, and we had that, we had a lot more flexibility for yourself. You, I could get a lot done. Now I, uh, it's his show, you know, <laughs> like I, 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 I'm, I just happen. I, I literally, now I'm, I, I we have an ensemble uh, if, if we're going theater now, right. I'm not, I'm not out there in front down sit center. I literally have to take a back seat and he's on stage now and I have to help him uh, you know, be part of the ensemble. It's his show now. So I think that taking a step back and, but yet, but see in your brain, I'm running a business. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an owner. I'm, I, I'm, I'm the father. I'm this, you have all these things running in your head, but in reality, you, you have to take that step back. And I think that's been the hardest transition for me. Um, but, th and that's been the biggest um, thing that uh, to answer your question that has been the biggest uh, kind of fix or thing that I've had to that we both had right. to, to, to do is gone oh no it's all about him I think it's easier for for women because I think they have the the, the nurture nature mm -hmm. yeah. you know kind of side of them so yes it it because my wife is all about my, my son and and she was the total opposite for, you know I didn't think that she would be so um a, a, a boy's mom she always wanted a girl and now she's a boy's mom right um so you know for me as the dad's like you know we're we're going out there we're supposed to be strong all these things these stereotypical things and in reality i've just it, i've done the opposite i've actually be, you know you have to become softer i think mm -hmm. um and so that until that's he's it. a little older until he's a little right well right <laughs> correct but i mean i think you know i because growing up i didn't it's interesting my father his approach because his father never told him that he loved him ever right and and um my father says i love you but there's nothing behind it 
And I think this generation, my, I actually look at my son and I say, I love you. And I, and I, and it means something. Right. And, and so I think, you know, I think that, that also is going to be, um, we, we're not going to know in, until he grows up. Like right. you said, so. No, I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause that kind of leads into my, you know, my last question, but um, just kind of going back to, you know, I think you're right. You know, when we're, when we're brand new dads and we have a young child, we have to kind of have, be a, a little bit softer. I mean, not a whole ton, a whole lot, but because they are younger and they're babies, I mean, we've got to kind of nurture them a little, be that nurturer a little bit more, but as they get older, we can kind of do enjoy all the things that we normally like to do, like rough housing and things like that. I, I enjoy, I've had moments where my two sons and I have boxed and being able to, you know, throw punches with each other in right. fun, in, in, in not in an aggressive or mean way, obviously in right. fun and enjoying that. Um, so I've had those moments with my boys. So that kind of stuff you get to look forward to with a, when he's a little bit older, but you know, kind of going back to what you said about your father, I had a very similar uh, experience with my own dad. You know, my father's father uh, wasn't around. He wasn't in the picture. Um, my dad really didn't have a good relationship or really didn't, um, uh, wasn't connected with him at all. Um, then my dad and I still have a connection to this day. He's been on my show. He and I have still had a connection to this day. The one thing that he did give me is that he used to tell me that every single day that he loved me. Some days I could tell that it was just a, you know, habit kind of thing. Um, but there were times where there was, you know, this meaning behind it or this uh, sense of love behind it. For you, talking about your dad and, and your grandfather, um, what have you taken from your parents into parenting? Or like, hey, I see that this is how I was raised. I'm starting to show these signs towards my son or hey I shouldn't be this way this is how I was raised and I'm not going to be this parent what kind of things have you taken from your own parents that have uh, led you to who you are well it, it, I, I'm gonna have to go back to my therapist uh, for, for this question but no seri seriously I, I, I've taken you know uh, the golden rule big the first you know we were always taught uh, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. That's mm -hmm. always sticks in my mind. Um, you know, six and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Um, and um, also, you know, saying that I love you regardless of where, you know, where your relationship is at, whether you hate him or not. You know, I think I have a younger brother and we, we used to fight all the time. We're four and a half, five years apart. So, um, they, I think those are the things that, and also family is everything. They, you know, no matter I, my, my, my mother was just, um, uh, back East with me. Uh, it, we reconnected. Um, sh she was flying from, um, her family lives in West Virginia. And when I was in Virginia, she came up. And so, um, but we, she came back home. She's, she's dealt with, she's had her own struggles with, with, uh, with things. And so she always taught me, she said, you know what, no matter what you're going through, no matter what our family is going through, I'd rather take what our family is going through over anybody's other stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that, think that also family comes first and, and, uh, you just can't, you can't beat that, that honesty, open, honest, 
because I told my parents everything. They said, you know, use me as an excuse. I remember that always, you know, if you don't want to do something, use us as an excuse. And I think going forward, I will totally use that with, you know, with, with my son and, you know, future children, if we have any, you know. That's awesome. Uh, very cool. I want to ask you one more question and give me in a few sentences, few sentences, um, one or two, maybe three or four, whatever. <laughs> if, uh, um, if you had to give some advice to an, a, a parent or a soon to be parent, a new parent, a soon to be new parent, what advice would you give as, you know, kind of this new dad kind of coming into two years now? You can only plan so much and be in the moment as much as you can, because if you're not those, these things will go by so quickly and you won't even remember them, but it's, it's, it's kind of like when I was, when I was first married, somebody told me it's about the two of you. The marriage is about the two of you that day. It's about the two of you. It's not about everybody else. So I think, you know, it's it, be present. It's about whomever you're with and it's about family. So, yeah, no, I agree. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I mean, it's important as a, as a, as parents, uh, husband and wife, to make sure that you guys are making each other a priority so that way you can be the parents that you want to be and need to be for your children or child. So um, yeah, and uh, I agree, being present, that's, that's never gonna change. Whether yeah. they're eight months or right. 28, that's never gonna change. So, and it sure is, it sure is hard, but it, it changes you too as a person. And I think you know, being present, which we all want, right? Uh, we all have one foot in the past, one foot in the present. We're, we're, you know, in the past, you know, we're, we're never really present, but being present is, is everything really. Yeah. And, and it changes you in a good way. Let me add that. Yes. Um, well, listen, uh, Johnny, listen, uh, I appreciate our friendship, brother. I appreciate who you are. Um, I appreciate the fact that, uh, you are uh, a dad that is, uh, trying to be the best dad possible for, his son and possibly future children. Uh, but I just want to commend you for the work that you're doing. I wish you all the best success in the world for not only your business, but also, you know, singing, acting, whatever it is that you're doing as far as the coaching side and also your wife as well. But um, thank you very much for joining me on Dad Up today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Brian. All the best. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, this has been another episode of Dad Up, everyone. Thank you again to my good friend, Johnny, for being on the show. Um, you can obviously check out his social media that he has. He has a website and all that. And he has a phenomenal resume about the stuff that he's done throughout his career. But um, so I'll put those all in the show notes. But thank you very much. And thank you, Johnny, for being on the show. Thank you guys very much for joining me on another episode of Dad Up. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel. And please do me a favor, leave a rating and a review. Would love to hear from you and see what you think of the show. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes each week. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Data Podcast. Podcast.